This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. There's other news going on today as well, so we're going to talk about some provincial political issues. We've heard that citing personal reasons, the BC Auditor General, Carol Bellringer, has quite suddenly announced her resignation that will be effective at the end of this year, December 31st. Now, she had had a couple of more years due in the job. So what is going on here? Well, let's check in with Richard Zussman, our Global News online legislative reporter in Victoria. Hi, Richard. Hi, Simi. How are you? I'm okay. I, have you played uh, Mumbo Number 5 yet? Thank you for that. Yes, we talked about Lou Bega. Like, that's that, one of my That's favorites. the ultimate, right? I think so. Or what's the other one is... Um, uh, I like that you knew that I was going to ask you about this, so you had some ready. I think that, that tells I, me... I just popped, it popped in my head. It's one of the topics I often Google search, and I'm also <laughs> curious if Old Town you. Road is going to be qualified as a one-hit wonder. The, the world is so different now, right? Like, is it a hit if it's, it's popular young, it's on soon, YouTube? Though. Is it popular on streaming? Like, you know, back in the day, it used to be popular on the radio if you had one top 40 hit you were a one hit wonder yeah but i wonder like how you classify it is carly ray jepson a one hit yes. wonder yes but there's other she's had some other songs Simi, but nothing that, that was as the big 40 yeah but nothing that was like as big where you're like oh i love that new carly well, ray jepson song michael jackson never had anything as big as thriller but he's also a you're 20 about the hit album, wonder yeah, so you know there's I wonder about that definition. It is one of the things that keeps me up at night. Uh, oh, does is it? Is how to define a one-hit wonder. You're such an interesting person. We defined it as this. A one-hit wonder is defined as a musical artist who is successful with one hit song, but without a comparable subsequent hit. Yeah, okay. So I guess Carly, Carly, Carly Rae Jepsen, Jepsen like, I don't know. maybe qualifies perfectly oh, under that definition. Huge song. Somebody else just wrote me and said, what about Betty Davis' eyes? Doesn't that count as a one-hit wonder? Right, I think it's like if it's one song you can think of by the artist and the only song you can think of, there then you go. That, that's what is a one-hit wonder. I agree. So thank you. So you had Lou Bega, Mambo Number no. 5, great yeah, song. That's right? the one that always sticks out. And uh, Chumbawamba, uh, Tub Thumping is also one that yes. sticks out of my mind. We wanted Gord McDonald to sing that earlier, but he couldn't do that for us, unfortunately. <laughs> well, there's always time. <laughs> there's you know. always time. Uh, but we've got a great list. So there's Richard's choices, but we've got to talk about this now. Th- this yeah. really took me by surprise when I heard about this is a Carol Bellringer has resigned. Yeah, it took me by surprise as well. So uh, Carol Bellringer, many of the listeners will know, is BC's Auditor General. Uh, She has done a number of very important investigations during her time in office here. Uh, She is resigning 18 months uh, before her term, her second term ends. That would have been the max she could have served. And what makes it very curious is the timing. She says it's for personal reasons. Uh, she will not be doing any subsequent interviews to explain what personal reasons mean. But what makes it so fascinating, Simi, is just last week, Bell Ringer released a report uh, into the spending at the legislature, one of multiple audits she said she was doing. And she was criticized uh, by Speaker Daryl Plekis. Uh, and uh, there were some members of the media who were very critical of how she conducted the mm-hmm. audit, whether it should have been a forensic audit. I think there is a conclusion out there that people want answers and potentially a forensic audit is the answer to that. So it's unclear whether the two things have to do with each other, 
but the timing is really, really suspicious, especially considering how critical Plekis has been at times for various different reasons right. of the decisions that Bellringer has made in terms of evaluating the misspending at the legislature. Now, we had gone through this last week, and I remember that we had Vaughn on and Ron Palmer from the Vancouver Sun talking about that report, and he had questioned a couple of numbers in there that really seemed quite unusual. For instance, the Speaker's travel budget had tripled right. in the space of one year year, going from about $20,000 a year to $60,000 a year. And when we questioned that, she she hadn't really looked into that or hadn't investigated or hadn't thought it relevant. And that seemed kind of odd at the time, too. It is a bit odd. And it's a matter of contention because we now have clarity from the Speaker's office and Chief of Staff Alan Mullen that the increased expenses mainly had to do uh, with Mullen's job himself and that he was traveling from Vancouver to Victoria to do the job. And that's why we saw a spike in expenses. But I think there was a responsibility there for the Auditor General to better explain why that number sure. existed. Uh, you know, we were hoping to get answers last week on that from Plekis. They didn't come immediately and eventually came. And I think especially how explosive this topic is, when you're going to put something in that that will be flagged by reporters, I think it's important uh, to clarify that. The other big issue here, Simi, and I'm not sure if the listeners will remember, but back in January after the Plekis report came out and there were calls from the Legislative Assembly Management Committee to do a forensic audit. The committee actually voted initially to go out of province to get someone outside of BC to evaluate British Columbia. Bellringer spoke out at the time saying that would be inappropriate. It's her job to do this. She even at that point said, well, if you're not going to task me with this job, then I should just quit. Oh, I, I remember that. Yeah. Plekis uh, and the others who voted for it were probably right that it would have been helpful to have an audit done outside of British Columbia in sync with work being done by Bellringer looking at existing rules and practices. So there's a lot of things at play here. Personalities get involved. And again, we are, are completely unclear because Bellringer will not answer any questions about what's going on in her life. And, hmm. you know, the job carries with it a lot of stress, especially considering the immense public pressure on the report last week and criticisms that she received. It's tough to be criticized for your work, obviously. And I think all of that may have boiled down to the point of questioning whether she wants to keep doing this. She is going to stay on until the end of this year. She will help with the transition. The Auditor General's office, from everything that I understand, will continue to do audits looking in to the rules and misspending at the legislature. But clearly the timing is weird here and uh, makes no, no doubt will make anyone who's been following the story jump to the conclusion this this has to do with the conflict between the speaker uh, as well as other members of the Legislative Assembly Management Committee and the work the Auditor General is doing. Right. So that's going to mean a change in the office. And as you mentioned, yeah. she's been there since September 2014. Uh, before her, I think there was a, 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 an acting Auditor General and there was John Doyle was really the one right. who'd been in there for a long time before that. Uh, yeah, and, and he served and, and also did work looking at some flaws in the accounting yeah. practices around the legislature. And that was raised again on the phone call around how could these problems continue to persist when the auditor generals of the past have flagged them. I think that's part of a larger debate around, you know, whether we have put in the necessary right. rules and practices at the legislature. But it's a critical role, Simi, the auditors is in terms of looking at the way that money is spent throughout 
government, from looking from things like BC Hydro to the Site C Dam. Yeah. She did a recent report that was very interesting in terms of lead in the water. Like it's just that that job is varied and can offer many perspectives around right. the way that our money in British Columbia is spent and, and is it done with the right rules, uh, regulations, and oversight, most importantly. All right, we'll be talking to you more about this. Richard, thank you. Thanks, Amy. That's Richard Desmond, our Global News Online legislative reporter.